0: Sometimes I have entered into this type of meditation at what would I say if this were to be you know my life coming to an end? What would I say to to my brothers, to my family members? What would I say? What would be something that I'd wish to communicate? And many things usually come to my heart to my mind, but obviously words that i care for them that i love them that i wish that i will with the help of the lord who wants to take me home that i would wish to tell them that i would pray for them you know because our life here on earth does not end with non-existence but we continue our existence beyond the grave and the bonds of love are never broken but there's something special today that we hear both Saint Paul and our Lord Jesus tell his disciples, tells the followers of Christ. And Saint Paul says, very interesting, very powerful teaching. He doesn't know how long he's gonna live, but he knows that he's under house arrest and he has to face the, um, the Caesar and, and the court of Rome. But what he says to the Ephesians and to all the Christians, he says, draw strength from the Lord and from his mighty power. Draw strength from the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the armor of God so that you may be able to stand firm against the tactics of the devil. For our struggle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities, with the powers, with the world rulers of this present darkness, with the evil spirits in the heavens. Okay, uh, he's about to face, you know, the uh, Nero and and those who wish to eliminate him, obviously. But St. Paul sees the enemy is not the Roman rulers. The enemy is not the people. The enemy is the one that's initiated a struggle, a fight against God, that's evil, and the devil himself and his, and his cohorts. It's the evil one, and this is what St. Paul realizes that, that what's going on, all the players, whether the guard or whoever they are, they're not his enemy, it's the evil one that's there, the evil one who wants to use us as pawns to show God who says, is, is, is this the creatures you wish to elevate to the highest level in heaven? Look how ugly they are. Look who they are, they're killing each other, harming. They're, they're some ones who seem like totally unfit for the kingdom, and this is what the battle is, is there. And people often see each other, you know, you know, especially in our election world today, environment you know accusing this and that but you know but many of them are not aware of what's going on that they may be under the influence of the evil one and they don't realize they don't realize they think that this is something good but they don't listen to God they are not open to grace they are not open to revelation and they're not open to the gospel message and if they're not they're cooperating with the evil one if they do not call upon the Lord but use human tactics, and many begin to use any type of means, even evil means, to attain good, as we know that's going on, including Mr. Putin himself. These are the tactics that we fall under, the evil one, because he does not want to be seen. We would not want to be visible. He wants to convince us of our own rights, of our justice, of our own means of attaining whatever good we wish. That's what's going on, and this is why St. Paul says, you have to put on the armor of God so that you may be able to stand firm against the tactics of the devil, that you may be able to stand firm. For our struggle is not with flesh and blood, it's that meaning human beings, but with the world rulers of this present darkness with the evil spirits in, in the heavens. So this is very clear. And then St. Paul continues, therefore put on the armor of God, the power of God, the power, God has power. And he's, he's asking us to invite him to share in that power, to share in that knowledge of who he is and that he, we are able to withstand. So put on the armor of God, take care because the Lord is, His power is mighty, that you may be able to resist on the evil day and having done everything to hold your ground. Jesus says, if you knew that the, that a a thief would come to your property, you would prepare yourself for, you know, for that day, so you would be able to withstand. The same way in our spiritual life, are we prepared? Are we prepared to withstand the attacks? Do we know the tactics of the evil one? Do we know tactics? Do we know that many times in our wounds, because not everybody has some form of wounds we have inherited, some form of disorders that we have, do you know the evil one uses those? How many times in the past someone hurt us and we can't let go, we try to forgive, but the memory keeps coming back? St. Thomas Aquinas says that the memory our memory, the memory of the events which the evil one knows. He uses them, he brings us, to, brings them to our mind because he knows that he opens up the whole power and fury of our emotions, hurt emotions, wounds, and these control us. They can control us for an hour or two, maybe several days, we can't shake him off because we remember the things, the evil things that people have done to harm us. So the evil one uses these tactics, he uses our memory because he, we may recall some things that will unfurl. You know the whole energy of our passions, of our brokenness. That is one of the tactics they uses. Another tactic is: you're right. You shouldn't be doing this. I mean, you shouldn't be taking this. You have to ta- revenge, hate. Another tactic, because it's under the under the type of horizon of of my rights? What about, you know, we hear so so often, you know, today is abortion as being such a huge area for elections at least trying to remember, you know, politicians are using it. Remember you needed it Remember because you were in a wrong wrong relationship You hated the guy you should you should you should have the right to eliminate the consequences of such love affair uh, and so, there's a, to protect one, oneself, protect—remembering the—the fear, remembering the—whatever the hate, whatever it may be, even one uses those as well. What about feeling, you know, lazy? You know, we may say we may have the right to—to to get some rest, whatever it may be. You know, the capital sins, envy, uh, gluttony. Uh, any form of hate, all those things which creep up, even one uses them. Because what happens is this, when we stop, when we focus on ourselves and the wrongs and injustices and whatever it may be, then we don't think of God. We don't think of him as, as power. Sometimes we even question, God, where are you? Why did you allow this to take place? Questioning, doubting, Obviously, that's another tactic of the evil one, discouragement, which is natural, but then all of a sudden we're under the influence of, the, of these fears and worries, whatever it may be, or just so discouraged that I, there's nothing I can do. I can't overcome this. This trap is so ugly, I can't untrap myself. Another tactic, discouragement. Futility is another element the evil one uses. What's the, what's, what's the use? nothing will happen, there will be no justice, there will be no futility. And we can multiply various elements within our own human nature, which these are the tactics to, what, to drag us down, to create an environment where we can't let go, we can't reconcile. Sometimes people say, well, these are my rights, he has to come or she has to come first, because I was hurt by so and so, and what are the tactics of grace? The tactics of grace is you know that God can overcome evil, the evil that we have experienced with his grace. He's the one who can fix things, ultimately. God has the power to remove the brokenness from within us. Jesus died on a cross. He died for all of us. Ultimately, there's God's justice. We don't have to worry about us, ourselves doing justice, take justice into our own hands. Yes, we are to pursue it, but yet we have to always rely on God. Lord, you have to help me. You have to help me so that I don't get trapped in my own brokenness and pursue in ways that are not of you. What are the tactics of grace or of the Holy Spirit, the inspiration? Yes, to seek reconciliation with the help of God. Yes, to pray, to be men and women of prayer, even if this seems to be a hopeless situation. We're doing Novena to St. Jude of hopeless cases. Where even there, on that level, we have grace available, trust in God, trust amidst everything, trust in him, because that's the vessel by which we receive grace and harmony. What are the, again, the path by which we are strengthened? hearing God's word, being allowing God's word to come and continue heal and strengthen and, and, and uh, give our, our, our minds, which are sometimes, you know, uh, all over the place, given focus, know that it is God who can help because God's word is real, is alive. God's word can anoint us. God's word can transform us. That's why reading scripture is so important. Reading spiritual works. That's another way of grace coming into our heart, gathering together, because sometimes we can't do it alone, sharing with people who know the path of God, that they can help us seeking counsel, guidance. These are just many small things, perhaps, but yet this is what God wishes from us. And this is why St. Paul says, Put on the armor of God that you may be able to resist on the evil day and having done everything to hold your ground. So stand fast with the loins girded in truth. Gospel, revelation of God is the truth that Jesus came to this world to save us, to rescue us, that he will help us to overcome all things, that he has the power, he has all the gifts and it's the truth. Clothed with righteousness as a breastplate, righteousness, meaning that we were redeemed. We're justified by God. We were reconciled by God. Stand clothed with the righteousness as breastplate. As you know, there's a military, the military concept here of, you know, if, if you were a warrior at that time, you would wear, hold the breastplate so that no one could, could even, with heavy weapons, you would be able to withstand the attack and you could you could, carry it wherever the, the, the shots are. And your feet shod in readiness for the gospel of peace, which means gospel of peace, allowing the gospel to enter our hearts, which gives us peace, knowing who God is, knowing who we are, knowing his love for us, knowing his, his, his uh, gifts that he wishes to be, give us. In all circumstances, hold faith as a shield shield to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one what does it mean when somebody attacks us we know that god does hear the attacks and god will not leave us untended he will give us spiritual strength sometimes i i don't know why but one day I was being confronted really, really badly and, and I felt that it was completely un, unwarranted, but that person was extremely angry and, and was out of control. And this thought came to my mind, which I felt it was like an inspiration. He says, you know, whatever this person is saying, I, I will sort of enter into a dialogue. I said, Lord, you hear what this person is saying. How am I supposed to answer how, what am I supposed to hear? What am I supposed to say to that person? And, you know, at the minute that I began to think, the power of those words of that angry person no longer were affecting me, I began to say, I know that he's angry, so, therefore, I I can't respond on the level of anger because it will be a fight. And so, so I asked the Lord, and somehow he began Uh to, to give me the grace to understand that that person was going through a very difficult situation. And I said, I'm sorry, you have to go through this. I don't know what happened to you. I don't know what's going on there, but I know that, I know that you're very upset. And you know, the whole situation come, if I had responded to the accusations, it would have been a bad fight, but somehow God gave us the grace. So saying, asking the Lord at such moments what am I supposed to hear from that person? What am I supposed to say? How am I supposed to respond? Because you, 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 you can give me the grace. you'll know what 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 to say. because you know that person, I don't. And this is why it's possible. this is the the, 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 the faith giving us the means by which we are to to respond to the things which are around us. And the Lord, and again, here, here it is. So in, in all circumstances, hold faith as a shield to quench all the flaming errors of the evil one, faith in God, faith that he's with us, faith that he'll help us, faith is that somehow he'll help to, uh, to dis- is resolve, to, to, to give us the, 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 the power to, to resist and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Again, once again, St. Paul says, the word of God has both the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, God's word. Remember how Jesus responded to the evil one when he was tempted in uh, in a desert? He used the word of God. He used God's word to confront the evil one. He didn't enter into a dialogue. He used God's word. Same way, we don't enter into dialogue. Because when we enter into dialogue with the evil one, we become very weak, because we are dragged into a battle that we do not want to, to go into. And this is why faith and trust in God, this is why God's word, his, the inspirations of the Holy Spirit, asking God to help us grasp and understand. This is the way we enter into a battle with the evil one, because we have the confidence in God that he's with us, and the evil one has no power over us. This is how how incredible this this reading is today. With all prayer and supplication, pray at every opportunity in the spirit. To that end, be watchful with all perseverance and supplication for all the holy ones. And also for me, pray, persevere in prayer, supplication, intercede for others, including for many others, not just for yourself, but for others, and include me as well, so that the Lord may give me speech, that I may be able to have my mouth open in such a way that I'll proclaim with boldness the mystery of the gospel. Yes, I am—I will be facing judge—accusers I'll be facing, and that I'll have the power to witness to the gospel. Paul is not saying that I'll be protected in my life, we'll be protected. No, that I'll have the power, the power to proclaim with boldness the gospel, the gospel of— mercy, the gospel of future happiness, the gospel is that this world and every person on this earth is called to experience the, the greatness of God's love in the world to come, that there's resurrection, that there's, there's, there's life that, that goes beyond the confines of today's world, for which I am an ambassador in chains, because I'm in chains so that I may have the courage to speak as I must." Just briefly, the gospel today, and yet it is also very, very important. Some Pharisees are kind of good, so Jesus says, Jesus, he says, you go, go away from this area because Herod wants to kill you. Just, you know, very nicely. So there's the kindness, kindness in their hearts, just go we see that he's trying to trap you and he wants to eliminate you, just like he eliminated John the Baptist. He's uncomfortable with this whole thing. So they tell him, but you see how the Lord replies, go and tell that fox, you know, call him a fox. Behold, I cast out demons and I perform healings today, tomorrow, and the third day I'm accomplishing. I am not going to be dissuaded. My path and my whole life here on earth is to provide the good news, healing, cast out, casting out the evil, demons. And this is what I will do. I am not dissuaded, because this is what I must do. But then Jesus says another one, yet I must continue on my way today, tomorrow, and the following day. Where? To Jerusalem. For it is impossible that a prophet should die outside Jerusalem. So the Lord is aware that his journey is taking him where? To Jerusalem. And what's going to be in Jerusalem? He'll offer his life. He'll offer his life for us as we know. So the Lord is aware of completely. And he's sharing with the people, the Pharisees who are trying to warn him. He says, No, there is no other path. The path of love leads us to self sacrifice on behalf of others. And this is what Jesus says. I must continue, I must continue today and tomorrow and the following day, I must approach, go to Jerusalem. But there's something here beautiful about the next, next statement, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who killed the prophets and stoned those who sent to you. All the prophets were there, stoned the people who, were, who eliminated those, the prophetic words because they were uncomfortable with, with God's, God's prophetic Message to them. They didn't want to hear it. So they want to eliminate it You killed the prophets in stone those who sent you how many times I yearned to gather your children together as as a hand Gathers her brood under her wings, but you were unwilling There's a sadness in God's in Jesus words God who knows us And he wants us. I want to protect you. I want to gather you as a hand So you'll be completely protected and yet you're unwilling. I grew up on a farm, so I saw hens with chicks. I know what that means. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but you know, what what happens is that whether it rains or in the evenings or wherever, if, if the mother hen wants to give him rest, she kind of sits and then all of a sudden all the chicks go under her wings and she spreads her wings so everyone is covered. Everyone is covered from rain for whatever it may be, cold, whatever. And so the chicks run under. I did see some chicks who were kind of courageous and they would stick their heads to the feathers to look around what's going on. And if there was something not good, rain would go right under, under the wings. This is how Jesus compares what he wishes to do for us, like a mother hen, how I yearned to gather you as a mother hen and place you under my protection, warmth, Grace, all the things that are, but you were unwilling. And today, too, we're not really willing always to collaborate because, or cooperate, because we think that we know better. But because you are willing, you are unwilling. Behold, your house will will be abandoned. The prophetic words of Jesus would happen 40 years later from uh, when, when he uttered, in, in a 70, 73 or 74 A.D. when Rome ransacked Jerusalem and ben and forced all the Jewish people out of, out of Jerusalem and they scattered them. We have the, you know, the diaspora at that moment. This is what happened. Behold your house because you're unwilling, you're unwilling to accept in faith. This is what's going on. But I tell you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. But I tell you, you will not see me until the second coming. Until the second coming. When, when the words, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, is reference to messianic coming. And that's when the second coming. See how it is. This is the truth, the gospel truth. Everything is expressed here. This is the words which help us, guide us, allow us to defend ourselves from evil one, evil attacks, discouragement, futility, uh, this type of feeling that I am abandoned. There's no one who helped me, no one who cared for me, or my difficulties are so, 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 so great that no one will assist me. And yet we know the power of God is given to us. The word of God, instruction, truth is given to us eucharist is given to us the sacraments are given to us and the presence of the holy spirit always surrounding us always inspiring us all is given it's there for the asking because god respects our freedom he respects our freedom we can say no but it's all available so maybe then today through this sacred liturgy as we celebrate that we may allow the power and the love of god to come into our hearts. And we, by using the vessel of faith and trust, that we may be the recipients, that we may receive these gifts. And we know that once we do so, we have this transforming, divinizing power within us, that we can withstand all things until one day the Lord will take us home and we will share his glory in paradise, the place we're called